Now, here's, here's my question to start the actual message today. Are, are you sick today? Are any of you sick? And I won't ask you to raise your hands right now, but are, are you sick? Uh, and I don't mean that sarcastic. Um, not just talking about flu or COVID or cancer. Uh, is there an area of weakness in your life? Could it be you're here and you're looking good, but the truth is there's weakness in your marriage. It's not going that well. Could be you're having trouble with children, with grandchildren. Could be your struggle is with your parents. It works both ways. Um, could there be an addiction issue going on? Could there be a substance that has you by the throat? Could, could it be that you are addicted to a screen watching things you shouldn't be watching? What are followers of Jesus supposed to do when we have a significant area of weakness? And I've heard Christians say this, Okay, I'm struggling in this area, and I promise you this is what was said. Suck it up, buttercup. Get over it. <laughs> You're just being a wimp. Pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. You, you do you, I'll do me. Uh, get over it. What does God's word instruct Christ's followers to do? Okay? When we're discouraged, when we're depressed, when we're doubting, uh, when, when all sorts of things are overwhelming us, what are we supposed to do? Would you locate with me the fifth chapter of James? James chapter 5 is where I'd like you to turn with me because we do get some clear instructions in James. What are you supposed to do? When you have an area of significant weakness, when you're sick in some key area of your life, what are we supposed to do? If you're able, would you stand with me? We're going to read out loud James 5, verses 13 to 16. Read with me, please. Are any of you suffering hardships? You should pray. Are any of you happy? You should sing praises. Are any of you sick? You should call for the elders of the church to come and pray over you anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. Such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick, and the Lord will make you well. And if you have committed any sins, you'll be forgiven. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for uh, giving us such practical instruction. So thank you, Lord, for uh, not calling us to live lives all alone without help. Uh, the truth is, Lord, every one of us here, we need a family. We need a church family especially for times when things get overwhelming and hard and difficult and painful. And uh, Lord, I, I just pray that today you'll help us to drop our masks 
Help us, Lord, to just quit pretending that everything's wonderful, especially when it's not. So uh, would you help us, Lord, to uh, humble ourselves here this morning together? And you, Would you help us, Lord, to admit weakness? Would you help us, Lord, to confess sin? Would you help us, Lord, to just own up to areas of life where we're sick? We love you. We're grateful to be here together today in your church. And all the church family at Walloon Lake said with one unified voice, you can be seated. James 5, verse 14. Question I started with, are you sick? (laughs) Are any of you sick? The Greek word for sick is asthenio, asthenio. It can mean physical sickness. It can mean diabetes, heart disease, cancer. But asthenio is often translated in the New Testament as weakness. Okay, So it's more than just physical sickness. It could be emotional or spiritual or mental weakness. It means weakness of all varieties. Uh, Same word, 2 Corinthians 12, verse 10. Paul writes, that is why I take pleasure in my weaknesses, in my asthenios. So you understand, he's not just talking about physical struggles, he's talking about weakness in your marriage Weakness um, in an area that you have an entangling, besetting sin. Um, What should we do if you're here today and you have uh, an emotional weak spot? Maybe some of you, you just naturally move towards fear and anxiety and worry. Some of us, we just naturally get angry. Uh, Some of us get discouraged and depressed pretty quickly. What should Jesus' followers do when there's an area of weakness in our lives? When you, yeah, I get it, we're going to pray, but we're going to talk even more. What what do you do When, when, when there's things going on in your house, in your family, that aren't good, and you've tried everything, and you've prayed, you've prayed a lot, and things still aren't getting any better. What about in your finances? Okay, Some of us have money issues, and the truth is your money and your job situation just isn't working out. It's a mess. And, and by the way, this word asthenio does include physical sickness. Okay, So, uh, as you get older, Henry, not, not you, but maybe me, uh, as our tent starts to rip and tear apart and we get holes uh, in, in our beings and we're feeling weak and we're feeling bad, what do you do? What do you do? And I prayed. I prayed with, with myself over what should we do. Go back, James 5 and verse 14. Notice with me the clear instruction. Are any of you sick? You should call the elders of the church to come and pray over you, 
anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. Okay, Call the elders, the leaders of the local church, and ask them to pray over you. Please, I, I need you to help me in this area of weakness. So, first step is to admit weakness. I, I have an area, and it's not going well, and I can't handle it. I've tried to do it and deal with it. It's not going well. Second, go to the elders, the leaders in the local church, and own up to this area of sickness. I, I'm, I need your help. In this area of weakness, please pray over me in the name of the Lord Jesus. Why would we do that? First of all, it's instruction. It's, it's a command. But look at verse 16. Why should you do this? It says because prayer, this kind of praying, is powerful. This, this kind of praying produces wonderful results. That's what it says. Okay? So... Why don't we do this? Why don't, why don't we, if, if this works and it's powerful and produces wonderful results, why don't we do this? Why isn't this a regular thing? I want to give you five quick reasons, okay? Here's why we aren't very good at admitting need and seeking out prayer and asking the church leaders to pray over us, okay? Uh, first reason of five is because we tend to wait until something really awful happens, okay? When, when the diagnosis is terminal, when the divorce papers have already been filed, that's sometimes when, okay, now I'm ready to do something really big and desperate. We, we kind of treat this kind of praying like a fire alarm, okay? The whole house is engulfed, maybe now, we'll pull the fire alarm and call and maybe get some help. Second reason uh, we don't seek prayer easily is we're just too busy. We're, we're so scheduled. We're, we're distracted. I got my own life. You've got your life. You're busy. I'm busy. Um, so you do your thing and I'll do my thing. And then I don't have to take time to mess with you. And then you don't have to worry about my struggles either. We're, we're just so busy living our own separate lives. We just don't take time for praying. Especially this kind of praying. Third reason why... We're not very good at praying for one another is because some of us in the past have prayed and we've prayed and it didn't turn out like you wanted. It didn't turn out. Your prayers didn't go the way you wanted them to go. And therefore, you're thinking, you know what, Pastor Jeff, I, I've already tried that and I don't know that this kind of praying is going to make any difference either. So, one of the reasons we don't go is because, well, I've been there, I've done that, I tried that, and I'm not sure this is going to help. Fourth reason we don't seek prayer like this very often, are you ready? Is to humble ourselves, Susan. <laughs> Doesn't come naturally for most of us. Most of us, we're, we're, not, we're not very good at admitting need. I'm not, I don't like to admit that I can't handle it on my own. So for us to actually own the fact that I, I have a weak area and I'm not doing well and I need you to pray, that really is hard. It's humbling 
And humble, for most of us, is hard. Fifth reason we don't seek prayer like this more often, and this is just honest, is most churches don't teach this truth very often. Most, most churches don't give practical opportunities to admit weakness and then give an actual opportunity for you to actually go and make this happen. And I just have to own this one. Um, for my 31 years here, we haven't done this nearly enough. We, we just haven't given you the opportunity to put God's word into practice in this way. So that, that's, that's on me. So I, I wonder out loud, how many of you here today have a situation that honestly is bigger and heavier than you can handle by yourself? How many of you right now, you're thinking, I can't handle it, maybe it's a family matter, maybe it's a, uh, you and your, your, your spouse, you just can't handle this situation, it's overwhelming. I wonder how many of you would just uh, say, uh, I have one of those. So, so I'm asking, how many of you have one of those areas? Anybody? Anybody in the balcony? Yeah. Yeah, I, I got this area. It's weak. It's sick. And, and it doesn't seem to be getting better all on its own. So, here's what we're going to do here today. Okay? We're going to give you a powerful present, I believe. It's the opportunity for you to put God's Word into practice, okay? So a lot of Sundays, I'm, we're just opening God's Word and sharing and challenging, but today, we're actually going to put what we just talked about into action, okay? So we're going to take about the last 20, 25 minutes and uh, we're going to sing songs of praise to King Jesus. So for many of you, this is going to be good. This is just going to be a nice kind of extended time to sing to the King. But we're also, during this time, going to give you the opportunity to put this James 5, 13 to 16 to work in your life. So um, I've asked the elders, the leaders, and many of their wives, if you would, please stand right now. And then you can kind of spread out and make your way around the room. And we uh, actually have some back there as well. Good. Nice. Now, here's, uh, here's the deal. Um, I know you know some who are standing here better than others. That's okay. That's normal. If you feel more comfortable, it's okay if you go back and uh, you find somebody, a couple that you know and you feel comfortable with. Okay? Um, but we're going to stand and we're going to sing. Um, and that way you're not going to get singled right out quite as uh, clearly. Um, if you're watching online, how did you say it, Laura? You hit the... Hit the request prayer button. Yes, and that will be private. You're not, you're not broadcasting to everybody what you're praying about, okay? So 
if you're here and you're stressed, depressed, really struggling, I have great news. You're not alone. Okay? We get to carry each other's burdens now. And uh, Laura will be dismissing us um, at the appropriate time. When you run out of songs, dismiss us. Okay? And if we're not done praying, we'll just keep praying and you guys all can be dismissed. That's okay. So uh, we're going to pray. We're going to ask the Lord and anoint you to do mighty, powerful things in the name of Jesus Christ. Would you stand with me? Let's sing with gusto. It says James 5.13, if things are going great, sing songs of praise to Jesus.
Almighty fortress, you go before us. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. You shine in the shadows, you win every battle. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. An almighty fortress, you go before us. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. You shine in the shadows, you win every battle. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. So when I fight, I'll fight on my knees with my hands lifted high. Oh God, the battle belongs to you. Every fear I lay at your feet, I sink through the night. Oh God, the battle belongs to you. Oh God, the battle belongs to you.
Running after me, your good. 
you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, I will sing of the goodness of God. And all my life you have been faithful. thank you so much for your presence this morning. We just thank you for this wonderful time to lift up your name, to worship you. I ask you just to make our hearts tender before you, that we would receive all the things that you have for us this morning. Lord, let our posture before you be worshipful, magnify you, Lord, because you're so worthy. We thank you for who you are, for what you're doing in our circumstances, Lord for how you always come through for us, for how you know us and you regard us, Lord. We just praise you for who you are this morning. We just take this time to reflect on you, the blessings on our lives, the promises from your word, Lord. You're so good, Father, and it's so, so wonderful just to worship your name this morning.
Children. 